Hello, everyone. This is Chase Avery, listening to 88.1 FM WNTH, the voice of New Trier. And we got episode two for you today of Bases Loaded. Very exciting. Today, we're going to be breaking down the simulation that we had for, for episode one. So if you don't know about that, be sure to check out episode one. It's a great time. We picked our favorite all-time team, random in the simulation on out-of-the-park baseball, very highly touted simulation for baseball and we're going to get started here to see how those simulation results ended up with our teams see who's came out on top and which one did the best so jacob uh which which simulation which teams really did the best for the simulation well, let me break it down for you right here so go for it you guys all we all drafted teams we had nine players and we also had nine hitters, including a DH, five starting pitchers, two relievers. And since we only had two relievers, instead of adding a bunch of random guys, I turned off pitcher fatigue. Um, I made sure the starters kept to their rotation. And they still had, like, in-game fatigue. So, like, a pitcher who – like, Mariano Rivera couldn't just pitch six straight innings. You can't just pitch the whole game with one guy. Yeah. But after each game, they would reset. So okay. we were able to get through the entire season with two relievers. And here's how it ended up. So coming in fourth place with a record of 59-103 is Team Chase Avery. Um, disappointing year for Chase. Um, the big issue seemed to be the pitching. As you can see over here, Chase ended up with Tommy John going two and twenty-three with a 9.63 oh, no. ERA. Cy Young went seven and twenty-one with a six point nine seven ERA. Phil Negro wasn't that good either. And overall, just couple couple picks for Chase did not go the right way. Um, his offense was good. Rogers Hornsby hit three fifty-seven. Um, Hank Aaron, 318. Griffey Jr. hit 22 homers, a little less than I would have expected, but not bad. A oldest Chapman out of the bullpen, 227 strikeouts. Pretty wow. impressive. But what do you guys see? What do you guys think happened to Chase's team? Well, I, I'll speak first on this. And yes. I do think a very – Tommy John, I know, very uh -oh. disappointed that. 9.63 ERA. You know, maybe he did actually need Tommy John surgery because that's just unacceptable to be on my team. But, however, I am also surprised that David Ortiz having a 201 batting average. I would like to see that up. I'm guessing what happened to Ortiz, he had a pretty good OBP. He just was not able to get too many hits. Yeah, right I was going to say the same thing. I'm, I'm sure his OBP is definitely a lot higher than that. But uh, Rogers Hornsby did turn out to be a good pick, so I'm excited about that. You know, even being coming in last, uh, I, I like this team. I think it, it is a good squad. There's probably so, definitely some spots that needed improvement, especially over there. First base, David Ortiz. Yeah, he just did not do what I wanted him to do. However, Juan Rodriguez, too, only 233, 10 homers. This was in a 162-game season, by the way. So it's, that is really not that good. What, was, what I was looking forward to actually was – Ricky Henderson and to see how much stealing really goes with the simulation because speed and the simulation I didn't really know how that was going to play out so, uh, so if you could 
check to see how many steals Ricky Henderson had. That'd be great. But we, I'm sure I will get to that. Um, when we get to the league leaders, we can see what happened to Ricky Henderson. It's actually really interesting because it is something that may have had an impact on the way your team played the game. So we'll see a little later how that happened. The, but first, the only category that you're not third or fourth in or like last in the bottom two is stealing where you're second. Every other category, you're in the bottom two of the league. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's obviously just the offensive categories. Other than runs against, I could scroll down and get a pitching. But okay. not right now. I mean, I feel like that was probably expected. This wasn't really, you know, some a huge power team. I mean, we did have, of course, Hank Aaron, Frank Thomas, Ken Griffey Jr. I'd like to see really how many home runs they hit. Oh, well, Frank Thomas hitting 13 home runs, I feel that's like that's disappointing, too. That's very disappointing, kind of unacceptable. Uh, but, you know, there was, some, there was a couple underdogs in here. I mean, Phil Necro having a better ERA than Cy Young, I feel like that is kind of mm-hmm. – that's kind of a surprise there. But I don't know. Jacob, what, what else do you think about this team? What really surprised you? Well, I was kind of, I too was surprised by guys like Griffey, Hank Aaron, and Frank Thomas just not hitting home runs. Um, obviously, there were a couple pitchers you picked that weren't great. One of the issues with Cy Young is that velocity plays a pretty big role on this game. And Cy Young was like 1890s, early 1900s. His velocity is probably in the low, mid-80s, which for guys – for guy, uh, more modern players like Pujols, Trout, they just will destroy that. Guys like Maddox, who had very good control, could get away with it, but Cy Young was probably just too, throw, threw just too soft to really make a difference. Well, Greg Maddox even is throwing like low 90s, yeah. maybe, and Cy Young's not even close to that. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, going on to Cy Young, I thought it was a little bit of a risky pick too, but I know his, he had a great career, great, some pretty great stats. And I didn't really know how well the simulation would fare up to just the age of when he played and how it will play in the simulation, but I felt like that was the risk worth taking. All right. Moving on to third place. With a record of 73-89, and 89, Team Zach Eisen. In the uniforms I mean, of the Miami Marlins. The Florida Marlins. Florida Marlins. Correct. Love that. Correct. Um, so, jumping out, each row hitting 346. Johnny Bench seemed to be the best offensive performer. Wow. Old Hoss Radborn led the team in the OA. Sandy Koufax, wow. disappointing. Hmm, interesting. Craig Sandy Kimball Koufax. dominated in the bullpen. Not so much Dan Quisenberry. All right, what do you see, Zach? What happened? I mean, I see Koufax had a pretty bad year. His record was 9-19. and 19. Not that the record matters too much, but 5.11 ERA. Not what I wanted. Old Hoss Radborn, solid. Other starting pitchers, ERAs in the fives and the four. Nolan Ryan, 4-6 ERA. That Not really great. surprises me. Um, he did have 308 strikeouts, though. That, that's a lot. Um. Dizzy Dean led the team in wins with 16. Surprise. Um, I mean, Ichiro had a great year, I think. Johnny Bench with 25 home runs. David Ortiz, 23. Pujols, 23. Not bad, but I'd like to see the team slug a little more. You know? But I think 
what I'm surprised by is Mike Trout. Mike Trout hit 229, 11 homers, 59 OBI. And honestly, I, I, I agree, I agree um, with the people who say he's one of the top five, top ten players of all time, assuming he continues for the next few years at the pace he's at. But he really struggled in this simulation against some of the best pitchers of all time, which surprises me. David Ortiz, again, with a low batting average on both teams he was on. Um, Cal Ripken Jr., solid, 250, 13 homers. But, yeah, I think the pitching was what let you down, and I was surprised to see Koufax and Nolan Ryan do so badly. For sure. Well, another thing is, like, the OPS at 718 is, like, yeah. pretty underwhelming for a team of all, all-time players. Like, you're expecting way – I mean, I know it's the best pitchers of all time, but regardless, like that's what's league average today. I feel like seven forty, seven fifty, something right. around there. So below average today is kind of unbelievable. The league yeah. as a whole um, had an ERA of around five fifty, I believe, five or five fifty. Wow. So the hit, good hitting seemed to be good pitching here, though. I guess there were several, a couple pitchers such as Tommy John and Cy Young that kind of dragged the ERA way up. But in general, this was more of an offensive league than we see in the MLB today. And despite that, Zach had a 718 OPS, which was the downfall. There's, yeah, and there's a lot less home runs, like what we talked about earlier, than I was expecting, too. It's just the, the – there is a more offense, but the amount of home runs is not nearly the amount as what it would be in the MLB right now. Which is yeah, there hasn't easy. there hasn't been a thirty home run hitter so far out of these last two teams have gone. Right, we'll see. And I'm also very surprised about how Zach also had a lot, uh, player that's still playing in the MLB today right now, Craig Kimbrell, and I had one in Aroldis Chapman, and both of them pitched very well, which was a little bit of a risk to take. But they, they wound up pitching very well, which kind of surprised me, honestly, just being with all these legends. You know, they're not – they're Craig Kimbrell, I guess you could make a statement saying he could be a Hall of Famer, but a this I would say. Well, I think both are definitely Hall of Famers. I think they'll both be in consideration, um, mm-hmm. especially if Kimbrell can regain the form he had in Atlanta with the Cubs. And even with the Red Sox. Um, yeah. And if either of them get another ring or two, if they that would, a... that would be rings with two different teams for both of them, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase is a Kimbrell hater. Can't be done. I think he's a Hall of Famer, for sure. I mean, I'm underwhelmed. Had, has had a lot of trouble getting in. And Kimbrell, Kimbrell's very good, but I don't think he is miles better than Billy Wagner. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Like, like I said in the last episode, he is one of the all-time leaders in ERA of all, all time, ERA plus, strikeout percentage. He's got the stats, for sure. I, I feel like if you're going to be a closer, though, you're going to have to have a very, very long career. You're going to have to pitch, I feel, at least 10 years straight with having good performance. And I feel like Craig Kimbrell is kind of falling off at this point, but we'll see. Well, He's already had a solid, like, how, how many years has he been in the league? Nine. Probably, like, yeah, nine. He was pretty good. He won Rookie of the Year, right? 
mm-hmm. he came up pretty good. Yeah, I feel like he won't. It'll take a couple of years. He'll probably get in, but we'll see. Especially if Billy Wagner does get in eventually, that's probably going to play a big impact because he will people also say, "Oh, if Billy Wagner got in, then Craig Kimball deserves it." Or if he can't get in, then he doesn't. Right. Um. One thing that I have noticed is, yeah, that Kimball and Chapman both did really well. I think part of the reason they, that bullpens today are better than they've ever been um, for a long period of baseball's history. The relievers were just the guys that weren't good enough to be starters. Mm-hmm. And now they have guys coming up from the low minors, throwing 100, that have been dis- basically been relievers some all the way back to college, even like guys like Zach Birdie, who the White Sox drafted, was a reliever in college and throws a hundred and just pump gas, I guess. And yeah, really now the, the guys that are really nasty throw a hundred and have nasty sliders, especially now, are really cool. built for the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kimbrell and Chapman, like you said, this league, um, mainly velocity, like velocity plays such a big role. Both Kimbrell and Chapman throw a hundred for most of their more for pretty much all their career. So that's fun. When you like people like Dennis Eckersley, he started out in the majors as a starting pitcher, and he finished as a great reliever because he wasn't good enough to start really. Mm-hmm. People like that. All right, moving on. The second place team in the league, the record of ninety three and sixty nine is Team Jack. Stan Musial is what jumps off the page to me. A 366 batting average, 26 homers. Ted Williams also 26 homers and 118 runs batted in. Randy Johnson, 3.4 ERA, 373 strikeouts. Walter Johnson, 23 wins. Uh, Willie Mays had a good year, 105 RBI in the three spot. But team fell a little bit short. Um, it looks like almost everyone had a good year. Roberto Alomar, maybe a bit of a down year. A-Rod didn't do quite as well as I would have expected. But what do you think happened, Jack? Why wasn't this team in first place? Um, I don't know. I see a lot of the right spots here. In the, you see in the team stats rankings a lot of seconds and first, but most of them are seconds. So I assume, Jacob, that you – just edged me out um, in each of those categories. So, I don't know. Like, guys like Chipper, Bench, and Almar at the bottom of the order, they – I mean, Jones, Chipper, and Johnny Bench had a pretty good home run in RBI production. Um, but, you know, it doesn't seem like they had the highest uh, batting average or OBP, really. But I think pitching, for sure, it looks like I had a lot of success, especially with – um, what's unique is that they have Steve Carlton. They moved him to a long reliever. That uh, actually, that's because once you got to the playoffs, they shifted to a four-man rotation. Mm, but he well, did spend the season as, in the rotation. Okay. Yeah, he finished 16 and 12 record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like Johnson, Randy Johnson and both Johnsons, Randy Johnson and Walter Johnson, keeping the ERA pretty low, which is uh, pretty good to see. Mad Bum, I was pretty uh, skeptical when I drafted him just because 
he's not mainly as like a he hasn't been an all-time pitcher but just his I picked him for the postseason success but uh pretty good stats uh getting pretty good amount of wins but it looks like just the the bottom of the order production could have been better yeah the pitching pitching I remember had you had the best ERA in the league you had the best pitching in the league by a decent margin over me but your offense was also came up a little bit short. Seven seven five OPS is not great. Um, no one really had that bad of a year, but I feel like other than usual, you could have probably gotten a little bit more from everyone. Mm-hmm. Jacob, uh, I was I know Johnny Bench was both on Zach and Jack's team. Is there any way we could see the side by side stats to see how they did on each team? Yeah. So let me. You know, it's going to be easiest if we finish this segment and then we can go back in and take a look at that, all right? All right, so sounds finish good. finish this slideshow that I put together and then we can go back in. We can also compare the two Albert Poolhouses and the two Hank Hank Aaron. I also yeah. noticed Jack was worst in the league. The only things on this list, at least, that he was worst in the league was base running and stolen bases. And both me and Chase picked a few, like, solid base stealers and base runners. Mm-hmm. And I guess that didn't really pan out for us, and the base running is just not needed. Well, I think with all these great hitters in the lineup, getting one extra base doesn't really matter that much. Because mm-hmm. um, any, pretty much anyone in all of our lineups can hit a home run at any time. Yeah, and now with, like, Moneyball's thinking now, stolen bases has gone down a lot because of that, because the one base doesn't make much sense when you can hit a home run. Yeah, what these simulation stats are really showing is really a lot of it is there's not as much base running, and also surprisingly, like we talked about earlier, not nearly as many home runs. Still haven't seen anyone hit 30 home runs, but there still are a good amount of RBIs. See Ted Williams hitting 118 RBIs there in the five hole. I mean, still very impressive, but it really seems like this was a very contact-driven simulation mainly singles, doubles, and triples, so. All right, going. The champions of the regular season. It's my team. I swear I didn't change any of the ratings. I wasn't messing that with That sounded a little suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to shell out 40 bucks for out-of-the-park baseball, put all the teams <laughs> in, set all the lineups correctly, get the right uniforms and logos. <laughs> okay, I'm good. The whole thing again. Alrighty. You still, you still won't win the league. I'll promise okay. you. That. But my team, Lou Gehrig, Jackie Robinson, Tris Speaker, Babe Ruth, all hit over 300. Barry Bonds with 38 home runs. Gehrig with 24. Piazza, 24. Lot of runs scored. 950 runs. To look back, Jack was in second with 824. So my offense just absolutely dominated. My pitching was solid, too. Clayton Kershaw, 22 wins. Ed Walsh, 21 wins. Christian Mathewson, 19. Mathewson and Ed Walsh, both with a 324 ERA. The one bad pick, I'll say, that I made was Addy Joss. He went 14 and 16 with an ERA over six and just didn't really get it done. I was expecting a bit more out of Rich Gossage, too. 4.98 ERA out of the bullpen. Billy Wagner was good, the 2.85 ERA. Um, but, yeah, I like the way my offense turned out. My pitching did enough <laughs> to keep me in it. 
Yeah, Jacob, your what team I, your team really stands out compared to every other team, both offensively and defensively. Having six people hit over a hundred RBIs in a season is pretty absurd. And having those that ERA there, four people in your rotation had a sub four ERA. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. So congrats to you on this wonderful team. What's crazy to me is Hannes Wagner. Six, six home runs only, but 108 RBIs. Wow. And that is just like – Well, in the sixth spot. Yeah, the benefit of getting Bond, Gig, and Killaboo on base in front of him. Mm-hmm. But and today you see, you see guys with uh, – all the guys with 100 RBIs today at least have 20, 25 home runs. So keeping it to single digits but still have triple-digit RBIs is kind of crazy to crazy. see. Mike Piazza also had 125 OBI. Yeah, and the eight hole. That's crazy. And I remember for most of the year, he was hitting when I was simming, when I was simming this, he had like a 300 average and was leading the league in home runs. Or second behind Bonds, I think. But he kind of fell off at the end of the year. But he at the all-star break, obviously we didn't have an all-star game. We couldn't really these are these are the all-stars. Um, we didn't have a big enough league, but at the break, Piazza was probably the MVP favorite. What surprised me is Pedro Martinez having a 4.94 ERA. I mean, he had one of the best seasons of all time. I think it was a 2.93 ERA plus in the year 2000, which was the, the middle of the steroid era where everyone was hitting homers. I don't know how he didn't pitch amazing in the simulation. Yeah. All right, but that was just the regular season. We also had a seven-game World Series between Jack's team and my team. It went to game seven, and in the seventh game, Team Jack dominated with a 17-5 to win. Wow. Johnny Bench wins World Series MVP with two home runs in game seven, and – Clutch hits throughout the series. Christy Matthewson just got lit up in game seven. Right. Yeah, that Not third inning. Postseason. Wow. A six-run third. Wow. Upset. Jacob, Jacob it may like, have been that, that long relief pitcher that you had that you said was struggling for you because it just seems like you're you're kind of gave up there. Yeah, I'm guessing what happened. I forgot – I could go look at the box, but it would take me a while to pull it up. I'm guessing Matthewson got pulled during that six-run three inning, and Joss came in and gave up right. at least eight, maybe more. Um, and, yeah, it was a close series up until this point. I think I had a blowout win early. I was up 3-2, and Jack won the last two at home. I don't know why Jack had home field advantage. Um, that should have been me. I guess we have to – I don't think it should count since – Looks I, like the NL won the All-Star game. Yeah, the NL must have won the non-existent yeah, All-Star game. Exactly. And, um, it looks like Mickey Mantle had a great series. Four yeah, home runs. Mantle four home runs in this series as well. So. All right. League leaders. Get ready. There's a lot to digest here. Oh, yeah. League leaders. Mutual and average. Barry Bonds and homers. Gary Gobiati. <laughs> Lindsay on base, usual slugging, usual with an OPS over one. Jackie Robinson in war. That surprises me a little bit. Wow. Mm. 
just compared to some of the great offensive seasons some of these guys have. Robinson, I guess, provided defense and base running too. But Musial with 251 hits. Babe Ruth leads in runs. Honus Wagner in doubles and triples. 24 triples. Wow. 24 triples. Man's got speed. Yeah. Look at Babe Ruth. 13 triples. That's pretty. <laughs> wow, yeah. I don't know how that happened. But hey, man, Rogers Hornsby leading the league in OVP. That's what we like to see. What I want to point out, Ricky Henderson, 64 stolen bases and 48 caught stealing. So That's pretty bad. <laughs> that is not great. Um, that's what I was talking about earlier with Chase's team. Yeah, he had a lot of guys that stole a lot of bases, but Henderson stole so much that was reckless almost. Especially with the catchers we have. And then it helped them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how the simulation really picks up like base running aggressiveness and that sort of thing. But, you know, that stealing and whatnot, I feel like would probably be one of the more complex issues with the simulation. Mm-hmm. Well, also, Ricky Henderson's running against like Johnny Bench, Pudge Rodriguez. That's kind of tough. Something that I do want to point out is that since Chase was the Mariners, whoever the Mariners manager is, Scott Servais, is the guy in charge of, like, the strategy. So, basic, so basically, like, I, I was the Tampa Bay Rays, so I had Kevin Cash setting my strategy. So my team probably never bunted, didn't steal a whole lot of bases, other than, I guess, actually, I did have a lot of stolen bases, which surprises me a little bit. But, yeah, so I mean, the manager strategy, which obviously was an unintended consequence, um, did play a role there, I think. And what, man- mm. I, what manager would we have chosen, you think, if we had the chance to go back and choose a manager? I would we have done uh, an all-time manager? Oh, we would. Um, yeah. Baltimore. Joe Madden, the best manager in Cubs history. Zach, I'm surprised you wouldn't choose player coach Pete Rose. I don't know. Maybe. I'd have to think. Tony Lewis. I probably, probably would have gone with Ozzie Guillen just because I'm biased. You would have, Ricky Anderson probably would have had 100 caught stealings if you had Ozzie <laughs> That's true. Hey, Earl, it's all about Earl being Weaver's aggressive. Good pick. All right, moving to pitching. Christy Matthewson and Ed Walsh tie for the ERA lead, both from my team. Walter Johnson, 23 wins, and Tommy John, 23 losses. Kimball, 33 saves. Maddox gets pitching more in innings. 21 complete games for Walter Johnson. Hmm. 373 strikeouts for Randy Johnson. Nolan Ryan walked 192 batters. Wow. In 230. Not ideal. Not good. Not ideal. 70 more. Pedro gave up 49 homers. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, especially since – go ahead. Randy Johnson led the league in Ks per nine with 12.7. And Kershaw came in fourth, actually. But Kershaw led the league in strikeouts, I believe, just total number. No, that was Randy. Randy had 373 total strikeouts. Gotcha. Clayton Kershaw led in whip, though. Greg Maddox led in FIP. He dominated in FIP, actually. 
helps not walking anyone and not giving up a lot of home runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what I'm seeing is Randy Johnson, Walter Johnson, and Greg Maddox were the best pitchers in this league. What surprises me, again, back to like Pedro Martinez with leading the league in home runs allowed, if you look at the top three, it's Pedro Martinez, Madison Bumgarner, Max Scherzer. All three of those guys are pitching in some of the highest home run producing times. That's true. And right now and in the steroid era, mm-hmm. crazy to think they let up the most. I'm guessing that played a role in it. All right, finally, the awards. Right here we got gold gloves and silver sluggers. Old Haas Radborn. Yeah. Since we all know best fielding pitcher in the league, Pudge Rodriguez, catcher for the gold glove, and Piazza gets the silver sluggers. That's Albert Poolhouse was the best fielding first baseman, and Lou Gehrig was the best hitting. Jackie Robinson fielding, Rogers Hornsby hitting. Brooks Robinson, easy pick for third base gold glove. Chipper Jones, silver slugger. Cal Ripken Jr., gold glove. And Honus Wagner, silver slugger. Ricky Henderson, gold glove, probably was also an easy pick. And Barry Bonds, an easy pick for silver slugger. Willie Mays, gold glove. Tris Speaker, silver slugger. Ichiro, gold glove. Stan Usual, silver slugger. And Ted Williams. Silver Slugger. No one won both. Wow. Mm. What I notice is that um, out of the Silver Sluggers, it's all except one are Jack and Jacob, the first and second place teams. And the gold gloves are more assorted. And I think the simulation really favors hitting a lot more. I agree. I did. Which notice. makes sense. Yeah. Not not home runs wise, I feel like it doesn't, but mm-hmm. for just overall hitting, yes, I'd agree with that. Yeah, Honus Wagner and Tris Speaker both had uh, single digit home runs and ended up winning Silver Sluggers. But I yeah. definitely agree, defense did not seem to correlate much with team success. For sure. All yeah. right. Now the big ones. Cy Young, Clayton Kershaw, very, very close. Um, Beats out Randy Johnson by two points, which is definitely a very, probably a controversial decision. Wow. Kimbrell, easy win in the reliever of the year. And Stan Musial, another easy win for MVP. Hmm. Musial's not what I would have expected for MVP, to be honest. I mean, I don't feel like he's one of the best hitters. He's very good, but is he? I, I don't think he's one of the top five hitters of all time. I was sure it was going to be Barry Bonds just because of his insane stats during the prime of his career. Surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and Stan who, Usual. Not my first pick. I, I, I know we could have – I wanted to go Ichiro, but Zach – I didn't want to repeat uh, with Zach, but looks like Stan worked out. Stan the man. Is there – is there postseason awards too? Yeah, Johnny Bench won the. There was only the World Series, and Johnny Bench won MVP for that. He hit three home runs, hit two in Game Seven. Nice. All right, and finally, uh, special performances like individual game. Stan Musial got went six for six, three RBI. Ken Griffey Jr. hit three home runs. 
and five OBI in the game. Um, a lot of 15 or more strikeout games. Um, no no-hitters, which doesn't surprise me that much based on how good these offenses were. Um, Mike Schmidt, Jackie Robinson, and Honus Wagner all hit for the cycle. And the longest hitting streak was Jackie Robinson, 25 games. Greg Maddox, 15 strikeouts, 12 innings pitched in a game. Wow. Pretty cool. And the yeah. lowest was Randy Johnson with 16 strikeouts in seven innings. And he had eight walks in that game. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no one I had a 15 strikeout, 10 watt game that must have taken five hours. Oh, yeah. I wonder, who, I wonder who Mike Schmidt hit the cycle off of. I feel like it may be Greg Maddox just due to how much he crushes the Cubs. <laughs> But, but this is Braves. Greg probably Maddox. not Cubs. Greg Maddox. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably yeah, this more was a Braves. Greg. Greg this Maddox. Was a Braves, Greg Maddox. Unfortunate, they let him go. Uh, yeah. So that's all I got prepared. But if you guys have more questions about the simulation, I can go dig for answers real quick. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, my question was just the postseason, but we already went through that. I can get postseason stats, I believe. There's some way for me to do that. Should we do a, another simulation down the road? What are we thinking? Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Come my proposal, Could you, maybe we, get, we can get all the fans that are listening in, send in their all-time lineups with five starters, two relievers. We can try to run all those in one big simulation. We could also do a current player draft. Mm. Basically, uh, some fantasy baseball. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that'd work. I think that wraps up this section of this episode. Um, coming up next, we have a very special guest joining us. So stick around. And we'll be back with Cespedes Family Barbecue. Jake Mintz and Jordan Shusterman will be joining us after this. Loaded bases, that's my motivation Feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas 2018 motor transportation Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion My dough inflated and I'm more creative It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade Just a couple, it's every generation I wasn't supposed to make it out with the code the matrix And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language Reminds me that they strengthen all the stolen greatness we used to grab niggas out the mobile station Full circle, mobile motivation My self-educators through negotiations Got these sharks that I'm sitting at this table with afraid to bait me No 10 on my Mercedes, that's for inspiration Two kilos on my neck like the ladies. Boy, I saw slots and they have no my demonstration Born and raised, y'all affiliated It's really greatness Riding around like I really made it Loaded bases, I'm going Willie Mason Yeah Listen to my ambition cause I'm on one Swinging for the fences for the home run Even further beyond into the universe But I've got to make it to first first It feels like every second's being stolen I risk it for every ticket we sold them You got the ball, I'ma take it home Bottom line, I'ma make it home I was sitting on my link and I start thinking I Ain't gonna make a hundred mil off in these traces more than likely, I'm gonna end up in somebody pricing. Even worse, horse and cares run to church, laid off in the hearse, I dealt with it. I ain't just out here for my health with it. I weigh the risk and the reward to sink the scale tipping. Let's all get on one accord and take the world. 
Take the money, take the power, and the girls with us Can't buy that bullet that they sell They bring drug heads in jail Look all these ways they derailed That's why I respect me to the utmost when you see me, how I feel Cause I ain't failed I seen it coming, did not tell Different lanes, same passion for the male Switch lanes, all black, two glass sellers V12 too fast, gone Listen to my ambition cause I'm on one Swinging for the fences for the home run Even further beyond into the universe But I've got to make it to first first It feels like every second's being stolen I risk it for every ticket we sold them You got the ball, I'ma take it home Bottom line, I'm gonna make it home